Hello. I am Scott Jones, and I'm here with Emily Romsberg, Jackson Hawkins, Isabella Trevino, and Layla Whiten. I screwed up the pronunciation, didn't I? I? Okay, so, I'm Scott Jones, and I'm here with Emily Romsberg, Jackson Hawkins, Isabella Trevino. <laughs> I'm Scott Jones. Yes, I'm Scott Jones. Jackson Hawkins. Emily Romsberg. Isabel Trevino. Layla Whitehead. And we are here discussing our summer reading book, Dreamland Burning. Okay, so. Who are the main characters? Okay, so who are, who are the main characters in this novel? How did you relate to them or the problems they faced throughout the novel? Um, I did not relate to any of them because I just didn't. Okay. I could not relate to any of them, especially wrong, because I have not found a dead body in my backyard. Sorry, shed. Yeah, that's that's. That happens. So yeah, I do I say I just relate to Rumi because I have some anger issues. Um, I relate to Rumi because. We all struggle with problems, and she struggled with a bunch. And um, I do not relate to most of the characters' problems because I do not live in those circumstances. Where does this story take place? Does it take place in multiple different locations? Tell me about them. Okay, so, um, there are two, there are two main parts, right? There's, uh, there's Rowan's story, which takes place in modern Tulsa, and then there's, um, what's, what's his name again? William. Will, William's story, which takes place in 1921 Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, they live in the same house, dude. Oh wow, yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. They both live in the richer areas of Tulsa. Yeah, and um, you know, like I think they both had to, had like racism in their lives, like had to, like deal with racism around around William them. Yeah, William more than yeah, William more than yeah, because you know it was 1920s and it was all that. He was that. what they called a half breed. <laughs> Um, it's about two, two, minutes. two minutes to three quarters. It only has to be four minutes. Yeah. In your own words, tell me a summary of what the story is about. This story is about two people who go through two very similar things, as in racism, but they also live in two very different times, and their story will end up connecting throughout the whole book. And, um, and it all begins when Roan Chase finds the skeleton of someone in her back house, house in the back of her, her backyard. Maid's quarters. Maid's quarters. Yeah. yeah. If you could rewrite the ending of the story, what would you change? You cannot say that you wouldn't change anything. Okay, so guys, we gotta make a new, we gotta make up a new idea. We gotta make up a new idea for the for the ending. What is it? I think instead of Vernon Fish dying, I think William should die. 
Because I think that would add a good twist and add a good shocker because nobody expects a main character to die. No. Maybe he was abducted by aliens. Yes. They're all abducted by aliens, right? Right before. I wouldn't want Joseph. What if we What if we go to the raid and find him? Maybe. Area fifty one. Free Free William. For Rowan's part of the story, it was all a dream, and nothing ever happened. So, um, what are we on? Um, uh, do you th do you think the story could happen in real life? Because it kind of did. Um, yeah. did. Some of the things I think would happen in real life, like, you know, racism, all that, but I don't necessarily think I'd find a dead body in my backyard. I mean, you could, but it's like I mean, I could, but I think it's very unlikely. Yeah, you know, because, like, the Tulsa race riot did happen. Yeah, a lot like, of stuff happened, but there's also a lot of elements that probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, because, like, how are you going to track back someone's past, like, that much, reading their whole well, I mean, their whole story. I mean, like, there's like a bunch of like forensic stuff. Yeah, I think if we cannot find who killed John Benet Ramsey, I don't think we can find someone who died like over a hundred years ago. So. Oh. Okay, so. Who's John Benet? No, 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 we gotta keep recording. We'll just cut, we'll just cut out so we don't need to make it shorter. So what's, what's, what's next? Uh, pick one character, explain his or her feelings at the beginning of the story versus his or her feelings at the end of the story. William's back. Yeah, William, I think at the so, beginning of the story he was very conflicted. He didn't really know what was right or wrong, but that, at the end of the story he kind of knew what he should be doing and why he should be doing it. At the beginning of the story he kind of was like, he followed like the rules a bunch and was like, and by like the end of the story he like didn't care and was just trying to help people. Yeah. Plus like Rowan, like at the start, she wasn't very like, she was like, as James said, grateful for anything. Like she, ha she was thankful for it, but she never really showed it. And she, I think she was grateful, but she never really truly yeah. in depth thought like, about it. Like, yeah, no, like they were both, both living the sheltered life until, until like they were brought out of it. Yeah, until their eyes were opened. Which scene stood out to you the most? What made it so interesting? I think that the Tulsa Race Riot was one of the most interesting and like exciting parts of the story. When Vern, Vernon was chasing them, like when they were like having to run away from him in the car and stuff. Um, I think the most interesting part of the story was when um, the homeless man died. Like I thought that really brought a whole new element to yes there's racism but there's also really severe racism with you're willing to like kill just because you don't like someone like i thought that was very interesting and it really <coughs> opens rowan's eyes <coughs> the tulsa race riots oh yeah tulsa race riots oh. okay if you could have a conversation with one of the characters in the story, who would you choose what we talk to him or her about? I would talk to William because I would want to know what it like was really like during that night. Like, feel it from him. Because you can only get so much information, so much feeling from words on a page. But, like, when someone's telling you a story, you can, like, feel it more. I would, like, talk to someone that they couldn't, like, get information. Like, like if I was in the 
modern day, and I wanted to talk to, like, William to see, like, who was in their backyard. Like, I would talk to William from modern day time to find out who was in my backyard. So you would say Rowan should talk yeah. to William, not necessarily you. I would probably talk to Rowan, like, just talk to her about, like, what it was like to see a dead body in your backyard. Would you read this story again? Would you recommend it to a friend? So is this story a good story? I think uh, I want to read it again. It is. It is. It's it very kind of confusing. It was, it's yeah. confusing, and it, I guess it was decent, and I could read through it, but it was just so boring. I would not recommend it to a friend. I mean, one I, out of I five like stars. I, I, I kind of like it. One to two yeah. to five stars. If you want to like learn about Oklahoma's history, yeah. yeah. It depends on like what genre book you like. Yeah, it's like a, what genre even is? It's like historical fiction mixed with a little mystery. Like realistic fiction. Realistic fiction, historical fiction. Mystery and like. Yeah, it's it's a lot of different genres combined, which is one of the things that makes the book so interesting. It's actually a very good book, and I would recommend it to other people. I would not, unless you're from Oklahoma, but if you are not from Oklahoma, it's not worth reading to me. Yes, it is. And with that, it is time for us to um, end our podcast, and it's time for me to get to work editing this thing, because we are nine and a half minutes long. I'm pretty sure that's a bit over the limit. Bye.